Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of my show. This is your host, Monama. And as always, I'm trying to dig in and find some really lucrative and interesting topic to talk about. And believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, today I have very wonderful guest who is, I really appreciate that you accepted my invitation and you came here. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome with me our brilliant crypto uh, investor exchange how can i, can I say <laughs> trader creative bahraini talented mm -hmm. into uh, the stock market and cryptocurrency it's been really a pleasure to to have you here mr ahmed al bahana uh, first of all muhammad uh, thank you for inviting me it's a great honor uh, to be collaborating with uh, local talent especially uh, more than anything i'm very excited to be here and uh, to share whatever i have brilliant brilliant and do you known outside here as ahmed al-baharna or do you known as uh, i'm known as ahmed al-baharna mainly but uh, my handle is uh, crypto majlis crypto underscore majlis um, i'm a content creator sort of uh, sarcastic critic of financial markets um yeah, the, the page uh, documents my experiences and my uh, adventures in financial markets and uh, essentially how I strategize with my finances. Wow, that's really great. Mm -hmm. And if if you allow me, Ahmed, to ask you, as all guests here, when I bring him here, the reason why I bring these guests here just to share awareness and spread mm -hmm. out some uh, motivational stories or to mm -hmm. share basically their stories to get the best out of it the best way possible mm. um let me ask you a question is that something that within you or you find out later on when you finish like how did you involve in all these things first of all uh well first of all um you know how you 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 develop certain skills out of the lack of other skills <laughs> right this was a similar story to that in the sense that uh, i've been uh, very irresponsible, historically speaking, with my finances, with the way I manage my money. Right. Um, so uh, at some point in life, you you come to this brick wall where you either learn something to get over it or it smashes you in the face and you stop moving. Um, so at that point in life, I just uh, decided to pick up whatever I understand and whatever I am able to understand and uh, practically work with. Nice. Uh, which was essentially um, something that's a lot similar to uh, something that's closer to, to financial markets, understanding mm -hmm. how uh, trade works uh, relative to bad uh, to uh, kind of experiences that I've had um, in my leisure, you know, playing video games. Nice. Uh, doing all of those things. Uh, you know, you, you get some kind of uh, traction, some kind of heading uh, mm -hmm. out of doing stuff like that. And, and this is the heading in which I've... Uh, decided to set my course upon, so to speak. Okay, that's really well, well said. And then after that, you, how did you start all that? Uh, well, to be honest, um, it was, it's a very weird story and it's not the best story <laughs> about how to get into financial markets. Right. Uh, but a friend of mine introduced me to this idea of uh, binary options trading. And it's the, the, the closest thing to, to a legal mm -hmm. bet that you can place to to potentially you know make some money uh and this is done on all kinds of financial markets the forex gold commodities stocks uh what have you um 
uh, quite a stupid thing. <laughs> so um, this kind of trading is is ninety percent luck, I would say, and that didn't sit well with me. Right? You mean like the forex and all this, like gold and uh, no, no, the binary options binary trading options. on these commodities specifically. Okay. The the method of trading was. Mm. Uh, more about luck than it is about uh, being analytical and and uh, coming up with the right answers to the right questions. So um, that wasn't enough uh, for me. I had sparked an interest, mm. uh, but haven't satisfied the itch, so to speak. Mm. Uh, me being uh, an engineer by nature, I would say, an engineer by nature, I, I took a deep dive mm. into these things and uh, took my first steps into a real financial market in uh, into Forex and gold. Uh, that's where I, I learned how to do technical analysis. That's where I, I learned how to forecast uh, and do all these, uh, you know, uh, processes and, and uh, different methods to, to, to like come out with some profit, make money out of any kind of economic move mm. and in any kind of economic market really. Uh, so... Yeah, that's how I got into trading as a whole. Um, but my journey was just beginning because uh, I found that uh, currencies and commodities were a little too volatile mm. and not lucrative enough at the same time. As funny as that may sound to someone who's an experienced trader or investor, um, I was looking for something that's a little bit uh, risk off. Um so that's when I discovered uh, stock trading. Nice. Uh, stock trading to me was uh, heaven because I didn't have to rely on being so technical mm -hmm. and being so analytical about things. True. Uh, you could uh, make decisions based off of just simple events and they could turn out to be very good decisions. Like for example, um, buying Apple stock before they release and announce their new phone. Mm -hmm. That's an easy, way to predict uh, not a prediction that's an easy it's an easy way to make money like you know apple every year does a, a conference in september october november they announce their macbooks their iphones their what have you and it's up to you to get in a position to make money off of that right essentially right, right. and and this requires no technical knowledge whatsoever true uh so yeah that was the first uh investment let's say experience i've had mm. uh, so now that i've been through a technical aspect of things and then the um, more fundamental let's say they call it a fundamental uh, more method of, of, of trading and, and investing um what led me to crypto mm. at the end of it all uh, is a funny story uh because i was visiting a friend of mine now um a lot of people know this. If you want to succeed at something, if you want to be doing something useful with your time, uh, you should be hanging out with like-minded people. Absolutely. People agree. who are not necessarily doing the exact same thing you're doing, but doing something moving. Let's let's call it moving. Just keep yeah. swimming. You know, it, finding it Nemo just yeah, keep yeah. swimming. Yeah, yeah. People who are swimming. So uh, in, in the spirit of that, I had uh, met with an old friend of mine and we were just talking about things. I told him, oh, I've gotten into stock trading recently and I've been crushing it. You know, I've been getting some good uh, profits, good numbers. Uh, so my friend looks at me and, and he shamelessly asks me, he's like, uh, how, how, uh, how much profit are you up this month? 
and, and percentages and and uh, I told him and and uh, he had this like dumbfounded face as in uh, like this is how happy you are with that much money right uh, as in uh, it's not enough it's nothing <laughs> for him yeah for him for him uh, he was laughing he was laughing maniacally and he almost um and I, I I was curious as as to why how how would someone have what kind of pre pretext is in this guy's mind that right, would make right. him laugh at at you know something that genuinely took some effort and time true and uh, a lot of lost money as well <laughs> to achieve um and he told me well yeah and he he's doing this thing with stock trading and and that's essentially just finding out what. Good stocks are, are there to buy what good opportunities are there in the market and i said yeah and he said and you average you know around this much uh for the month and i said yeah and he's like well i did the same thing in crypto and i averaged about 700 percent returns oh. I, I had the same face <laughs> i made the same face really <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um in the same amount of time bad so it was it was around uh late january of 2021 and he said uh yeah around the same time that it took you to make this percentage on your portfolio i have already made seven times on my entire capital nice that blew me away it's like boom absolutely like, like boom absolutely you I gotta was, wake up mate you gotta wake up you, call, you mate. <laughs> <laughs> isn't it yeah it is it is even though because because here's the thing um i always feel this guilt Right. You always have this guilt, you know. You reach a point in in adulthood and life where you feel guilty about not doing anything or or just not achieving or accomplishing, right? Hmm. So, in my head, before the conversation, I was accomplishing and I was doing and I was right. taking steps forward. And then this guy tells me about this opportunity that I've been so blind to, <laughs> completely blows my mind away. And then it made me feel like I haven't done anything at all. <laughs> right. Right. Um, so yeah, needless to say, Annie, that was my my first uh, impression of crypto. That Annie, it's it's kind of the same principle that you're following, in in making decisions. True, very uh, true. Talking at at a base level, it's it's the same decision making process that you have to go through to to uh, get into lucrative uh, positions or do something lucrative with your time. Mm. So yeah, that was how I, I got introduced to crypto, and yeah, and the rest is just personal effort and a lot of money lost and gained. Lost and gained. Yeah, lost and mm -hmm. gained. I like that. I yeah. like when you really define that it's it's not win-win situation all the time. Mm -hmm. Though you have mm -hmm. to lose at certain point in order to Absolutely. get win and in order to get learn. Mm -hmm. And I don't I don't mm -hmm. really say that as a lose. To be honest, mm -hmm. I would like I would say it like it's an investment. It's a. Mm -hmm. It's something. It's not never a lose for me. It's it's mm. an opportunity to learn. Actually, exactly. That's exactly. what I guess. That's that's. I mean, that's kind of important because when you when you get to statistics, people uh, a lot of people talk about the statistic in, in financial markets, mm. saying that uh, ninety percent of retail traders, as in you and me and someone who's not affiliated with a financial institute, mm. uh, they say ninety percent of retail traders lose their money trading markets. Mm. Um, I like to think of it as ninety percent. Of people give up before they find the, the suitable solution for them to be trading markets, mm. uh, because this is this is an analogy I like to throw around uh, quite a lot. Anytime anyone asks me about financial markets and trading, I tell them think about it the same way you think about any sport thing or or uh, team sure. sport. Not in the sense that you're going to be working with anyone, lot, 
uh, think of it as in let's take uh, football for example uh, we know there's multiple positions in football right and we know that a person can have pre predestined um, attributes that make them good at certain positions true so if you're a relatively uh, smaller person you're more likely to be faster right uh, you know a faster runner a faster sprinter uh so most likely you'll end up uh, playing a forward position or a, an attacking position mm. if you're a bigger build or uh, you're sturdy more likely you're going to be put on defense or goalkeeping uh so that's that's how i see it with the financial markets it's it's all about the same attributes that would place you on a soccer field mm. um would place you as a trader in the markets because you would have the uh, day trader the scalper the investor the long term holders uh so you could be playing different roles nice and the the key to to finding success is not copying someone because at the end of the day you're different people right so you have to be authentic exactly you have to do something that's um according to your risk tolerance your stress psychological stress tolerance and everything that suits you as a human mm. before you're a trader true uh, i can't be someone who's staring at charts for 8 hours a day right let's see uh but someone else can be so that means i cannot be a good scalper for example and that person has the opportunity to be a good scalper right uh so so similarly you just really have to find your place in the market and how do you define yourself you know you have said that but how mm-hmm. can you define really what's really suitable or best for you in that sense you have to lose money <laughs> <laughs> so the game is is like lose to gain <laughs> lose to learn Well, yes, yes, and then learn to gain. Of course, of course. You have Sorry to try that. everything. You don't have to try everything, but you have to be willing to try everything. Is my point. You have to be willing to lose money, put money where your uh, beliefs are. Mm. So, if you believe you're a good investor and you can make good decisions on the longer term, um, put your money where the, your mouth is, because no matter how that trade goes, you come out on top. And and here's how that happens. If you're right about your trade then now you have gained confidence that mm. you know what you're doing. Right. Kind of. True. To a certain level. And and that will give you a, a sort of outlook and okay I did some things right about this trade and maybe this is a point of uh, strength. Mm. And if the trade goes wrong in the other case then well if you have an ego it's going to get shattered. <laughs> uh so that's one thing i i consider to be more important than than the learning experience itself because ego is what makes people lose ultimately mm. um so you you get a reality check first of all uh, second of all you have a real life case study where you can review and revise all the steps you have taken to make your decisions mm. which ultimately ended up being an incorrect one or a losing But decision don't you think sometimes things can't be measured or things outside your control like absolutely for one reason or another sometimes mm-hmm. even if you did all this homework thing mm-hmm. right but something in the market that uh, pops up the market mm-hmm. or pull it down <laughs> one way or another mm-hmm. i don't know some war going on yeah. and us dollars go down or, i don't mm-hmm. know this kind of correlation could happen with anything absolutely what can you do in that uh well uh, i personally broadcast the the message that you should not be trading any kind of geopolitical tension any kind of major event mm. uh that's not something i would advise everyone to do i advise the the beginners the the amateurs to be doing that because 
uh, I'm not going to say nine times out of ten. I'm going to say ten times out of ten, and this is controversial. But I like being controversial, and yes. I welcome any discussion or argument. <laughs> yani, to prove me wrong, <laughs> of course. <laughs> mm. So yeah, um, ten out of ten times the 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 uh, aforementioned uh, you know dramatic move or piece of news or event that's happening around the world has been predetermined on the charts themselves. Um, mm. Because think of it on this scope. Uh, you and me are retailers. We have no insider sources of information. We have no real, um, let's say we have no real commitment mm. to the markets. I could exit the market today and it wouldn't make a difference. Mm. But you have these giant, for example, let's say trust funds, mm. the Federal Reserve of America, the SEC, uh, these giant financial institutions. So uh, these giant financial institutions that are uh, in a way uh, impinging on 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 how they're they're like how how they would measure success or failure, you know, to them as a company, as a corporation, as a CFO, as someone who's responsible for investments, relies on navigating the markets. These people leave nothing up to chance. Mm. So ten times out of ten. If something huge is about to happen geopolitically or just nationally, worldwide, whatever is going to happen, people already know about it. The people who matter have already moved their money. And if you can't find a way to detect these movements, then you're better off not trading. Right. So that's the whole entire piece of advice that I give to people. But the last part is the one I broadcast actively because most people are... are unfamiliar with with uh, these narratives generally mm. so it's it's unless you can follow or keep up with the people who matter you shouldn't be trading geopolitical tensions mm. simple as that nice mm. nice and one uh, I, if i remember that there was a story Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know I don't really recall it very well but I remember that story with the power of influence more specifically I mm. would say it's uh, uh Elon Musk there was mm-hmm. one time there was a big question for him and that specific moment they were asking them about uh, I wouldn't say uh, bad currency or shit currency. They were saying about the name of currency, like Shiba or something like Shiba, that. Shiba, so, Shiba, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like mm-hmm. you know better about, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and and that specific moment, mm-hmm. I guess the price just dropped down, and mm-hmm. it, it's like you know the people really reacted so fast mm-hmm. when the news of all this tweet mm-hmm. came up to the people. Absolutely, yeah. Um, we don't discredit the fact that. Um, you can have unpredictable or uh, yeah, any, uh, absolutely unforeseen events in the market, such as the, the dump that happened on Shiba. Mm. But th- there's, there is a line in the sand that must be drawn here, and that's to speak about the legitimacy of the coin itself. So mm. I'm not saying Shiba is a scam or anything like that, but um, if, you would, if you would round up the major investors in Shiba, and compare them to the major investors in in Ethereum or Bitcoin or whatever, um, you know, other other coins are there that are providing some kind of utility. Mm. Um, you you would you would find that you have a very different uh, class of people. You would find that there's a lot of of yani, 
well, first of all, you wouldn't find a, a, a whale, you know, so to speak, that's as big as, as an Ethereum whale on Shiba, mm. as in holding the same amount of, of or value of, value of money, money. In, in the set token. Um, and this, I believe, is, is not due to, to the coin or, or token being bad or, or being anything. It's just that when you have a project that's not as serious or as uh, objective-oriented as something like Ethereum, Solana, Avalanche, or, or what have you, um, you, get, you get holders and investors, uh, because we treat them the same way in crypto, it's the same kind of thing. You get investors or holders that are uh, present without conviction. And what I mean by that is that these holders are very likely to make un unpredictable moves for their own good. Yeah. Mm. So when you have something that that is primarily um, benefiting or, or or functioning or publicizing itself using viral uh, marketing techniques such as Shiba and Doge and Floki and all of these coins, um, as uh, instead of uh, providing a real utility. There, you have to understand they're attracting a very specific kind of investor, mm. and they're not looking for the Elon Musk's, the the Mark Cubans, the the Mister Wonderfuls, you know, the the people who are w willing to put their money where it actually is put to work. They're just trying to attract that ninety percent of the retailers that lose because they're easy to fool. They don't know how to manage these situations. So I credit that event with Elon Musk to to this fact in particular, mm. and nothing else. It's because this happened on a on a token with, with holders or investors with no convictions. No one had a conviction with Shiba. You'd ask uh, uh, the average uh, Shiba holder or investor, nah, okay, why why do you hold this token? They'll probably say something like to the moon, something that's going to make me two hundred x. Some some things that just don't make sense, uh, but. Let's take the same line of thinking and apply it to something like Solana, for example. If Elon Musk were to say, I don't hold a single Solana token, which is another currency, obviously. Mm. So if he said, I don't hold a single Solana token, would it have seen the same drop? Absolutely not. It could have seen maybe a 2, 3, 4% drop at most. But the project is solid. The investors are solid. The people even who are waiting on the sidelines to get involved to, to, to get a position on this project, they're going to eat that 4% up in, in a matter of, of minutes. So you mean to say they will take the advantage of yeah, that drawback? Even, even if it does drop unexpectedly, it will come back just as fast. Due to the fact of their... Because it's a solid, it's an absolutely solid project. And they have investors with convictions. They have investors with proper knowledge. They know where they're putting their money. Interesting. And yeah. how... This is the question pops up to my mind. How did you differentiate between solid coin mm -hmm. and not solid coin? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, uh, like imagine well, yourself now, mm -hmm. uh, just to give um, more understanding. Mm -hmm. So, based on what criteria for you, of course, mm -hmm. of course, you're you again. You're th this is in this podcast. We mm -hmm. are not influencing people to do what. Mm -hmm. Instead of to inspire them or mm. to give them an idea how to do it correctly mm. or how to do a proper research before do a certain move how to do right. your homework correctly yeah so yeah. in that sense how can you differentiate between two projects mm. 
So here's the thing. Uh, when I first entered the crypto markets, there mm. was a slew and, and uh, a barrage of meme uh, shit coins that are being made on the daily. Uh, you had, mm. on average, 50 to, to, to 100 coins would be created and listed and then uh, rug pulled and uh, basically went to zero. Um, so what, what helps me differentiate between a good project and a bad project is that during that time, I uh, took part in a lot of these operations um, that had to do with, with uh, you know, creating tokens and, and doing stuff like that. Um, you mean in Bahrain? Um, no, not specifically. Okay. No, not specifically. But but I did have some kind of work experience in, in that field. Mm. Um, and aside from that, I was trading it myself. So so I got to see a lot of the um, the front end, let's say, and the back end mm. of uh, the, the assets that are you know questionable, right? Or or we're yani, suspicious of, to say the least. So I got to see the front end and the back end, and um, in my mind, sort of a, a template formulated for what these tokens look like. And um, yeah, it's, it's like you said, there's a criteria now for what is a good token and what isn't a good token. Mm. Um, obviously, I have a bias in, in where I would put my money. Now, this is a point where people get confused. Mm. There can be such a thing as a good token, which I do not want to put my money into. Mm. You know, that doesn't mean it's a bad coin or a shit coin or, or what have you. That's, there's a good opportunity, there's a better opportunity. So it's just along the same lines of that. Um, with that being said, shit coins are not at all a bad opportunity to make money. Oh. But just know that it's not a fair fight and uh, it was designed to make you lose. So, I mean, good luck. <laughs> if you want to <laughs> do that, good luck. Have fun. Uh, don't lose too much money. And and yeah, exposure is, is the number one thing that teaches you about this stuff. You have to get into the projects, to, uh, get case studies about the things that have succeeded. Mm. Uh, things that were not meant to succeed, but succeed, succeeded. Um, just look at all kinds of, of uh, factors. I was lucky enough to get a back-end experience on uh, multiple projects that looked like that. Right, you, mm. you actually told me about that, right? Mm. Like you've been working, you've been really um, a really key player or one of mm. the key players in two major currencies here in Bahrain, but then you felt that it's not for you. It's not made for you. You think, uh, you think that, well, I gotta go outside. I gotta do yeah. my own things. Um, well, first of all, it was one currency in Bahrain, okay, and the other one was um, online working, basically. Okay, got it. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I saw these things. I saw these things up close, and I wow, that's I was, really interesting. Yeah, uh, I worked on the back end of those things, and wow. um, yeah, needless to say, I I had a little bit more of a. Uh, It's weird uh, semantics, just trying to put it together. I had a yeah, little bit more of a, of a uh, vision that was uh, cemented in reality, let's say, okay. versus something that's pure fiction and, and fantasy. <laughs> nice. So yeah, that's how I put it. 
that mm. that was my experience. So I I decided to just uh, that it mm. wasn't the time. It wasn't the right environment or atmosphere in the country to be involved with such a thing. Okay, okay. And mm. and is, is this help you a lot into understanding the mechanism of uh, the whole process of the tokens and. In a way, yes, and in a way, no, because the, the thing is about crypto, it can be it's so different versatile. From, it's different from uh, from Bahrain to, I don't know. Absolutely, like, right. absolutely, absolutely. And that's attributed mainly to how versatile it can be. So nice. you can have a token that does something for gaming, or you can have a token that does something for just boring old cloud storage systems. Mm. Um, needless to say, and each each project will have a completely different set of team. True. Um So yeah, um, in, in the sense that the companies I worked with, uh, it was more about um, administrative uh, teams, mm. let's say, and business development teams. Okay. And the most part, more than technical, because uh, come to find out most of the uh, technical development work is, is outsourced. No. Yeah, so. Is it safe? In some cases, they say it's safe. In some cases, it's not. It's a gamble, let's say. It's true. Imagine mm. you are giving someone coding of doing something very important I mean, for you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, founded in reality versus fantasy right. and fiction. I like that. Mm. I like that. It's it's mm. super dope. It's like, mm. it's melting. It's really <laughs> melting. And it's like the cheesy thing hey. on it, right? Yeah. So, Interesting. So, yeah. Um, these experiences, yeah, they're... they're um, I mean, I got to see a lot of the inner workings of some um, projects. I wouldn't say important projects, but I would say some interesting the projects. Hmm. And uh, some of this is even documented on my page on Instagram where I post a few things. Uh, so, yeah. So, now, it's really interesting to know a little bit of your background into establishing your knowledge and mm. your experiences throughout this all these experiences though you've been working online you've been working in Bahrain and mm. like you said in back-end company but if I would sum up hold this experience into what makes you go outside there and Uh, do your own thing like you open up your instagram mm -hmm. i guess uh, you don't keep it as a personal account mm -hmm. you uh, crypto that majlis mm -hmm. and then what was the real aim for it i believe this was mm -hmm. after you left that job yes uh so i started the page after i had left the industrial workspace itself i thought i stopped looking for jobs in the industry mm. um and i decided my knowledge my experience my um skills let's say were better put as just a content creator for the topic itself mm. um there's a very there's a very weird um system of exploitation that is uh, in effect here when you find someone with with a certain set of skills um to 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 good means i do not mind you can use whatever skill set i have mm. you know i'm all yours best uh, to other means Um, I would prefer not to be involved whatsoever. Right. Uh, so, in in a time where I had to sit down and really compare uh, the average uh, level of knowledge in in people, يعني Bahrain Bahraini people, the locals, mm. uh, about the the space in general, and 
that versus the reality and, and how things are going in the space as a whole. Mm. Um, in, in a way, it was like that Spider-Man kind of moment where you think to yourself, with great power comes great right, responsibility. Right, let's do it. Let's, let's have corporate a, social responsibility for the people. Kind of, kind <laughs> of, yeah. So I, <laughs> I, had this, I had this kind of like uh, social responsibility. Zoro, basically. Yeah. Zoro of the... Kind of. For, that was the, the beginning of, of Crypto Majlis. And then uh, there was a lot of encouragement, obviously, by my peers and uh, some other influencers in, in the space itself, like uh, Crypto GCC, Mohammed Salama, shout out, by the way. Um, he really got me properly started on my page. Uh, I, have, I have to thank that guy for a lot of things. Zain. Thank so, you, Mohammed. Mohammed Salama, crypto underscore GCC, the king of crypto in the GCC. <laughs> Zain. So yeah. Um, him and, and alongside a lot of uh, close people to me were telling me that uh, you should be sharing the kind of information you have. You should be sharing the kind mm. of experience you have. And, um, you know, uh, I, I did that and I got uh, an amazing, uh, you know, like response from mm. the community. I, I got amazing responses from the community. Uh, and even at this level, Yanni, I mean, I, I got up to to about... 5,000 followers, just just short of uh, 5,000 followers. Um, I know that's not much, but I'm still humbled, you know, by, by the, the amount of following because, um, I mean, th- that number of people, you know, locally are listening to me speak and voice my mind about different things and different uh, opinions that I have. Uh, so, um yeah, it, it it prompted me to to do a little bit more of of uh, persona type uh, presentation, content creation uh, thing on my page, uh, where it was all serious and it was like oh crypto majlis and it's like uh, you know for for English speaking people majlis is is Arabic for council, right? So it was supposed to sound serious and very formal and and things, and then the uh, corresponding persona came completely opposite to that and you get this like uh, sarcastic cynic who's who's just uh, critiquing markets day and night yeah um so yeah um that's that that, that was mostly how how the social media page got uh, rolling and i'm still i'm still learning yani this is not um i realize i'm far from a peak or far from uh um optimal performance let's right. say or even the the way my content is being presented is not optimal still i realize that so i'm taking my time at the end of the day i do this because um it's it's more of of a hobby you know it's something i do in my spare time and uh, something that could be potentially very useful for a lot of people true so there's a lot of experimentation going on. There's a lot of, uh, uh, let's say, unwanted controversy and and uh, really testing the limits of my followers. Mm. Um, but it goes to show, Yanni, yeah, I'm not here to provide any kind of content. At the end and of the day, advise them. And no, no, we don't advise people. I, I don't advise people on my page to be doing anything. I mean, you can. Um, obviously, on my page, it's called the council, but mm. I didn't mean council as, as in like an authority or anything. I just meant council as in 
and in the in the Arabic term as in majlis, you know, right, the, right. the gathering, the gathering, the people with exactly. the same interests. Same yeah, thing. so so I have multiple um, pathways, let's say, for people to to communicate with me directly, and a lot of people do mm. on a daily basis. I have a Discord channel, uh, I have a Telegram, and I answer my DMs actively. Nice. So um, a lot of people get to communicate with me one on one, and. Um, I wouldn't say I advise them on on how to be managing their investments or or money or anything, but I try to f- help them find their way mm. in navigating their markets. Mm. Um, obviously, free of charge. Yeah, it's not it's not a paid service or anything. It's just about helping the community reach their goals. It's about helping people do the most they can. Right. And if I would ask you this question, Ahmed, now you said to yourself after there has been changes mm. over time, over the course, when mm. you created a crypto majlis. And yes. there is, like you say, there's things has been said, but then you find it, I need to change them, mm-hmm. it's not updated. Now, the question is, when you position yourself mm. in Bahrain market mm. as one of the experts in this field, mm. how did you cope with the updating or how did you cope with the information? Hmm. As I believe that you you said it just now that hmm. this is you do it uh, as your spare time. So hmm. of course you 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 work full time as architect as yes. we thought. Yeah. Yeah. So in this spare time, how do you um, ensure that the information that you are saying at the moment is up mm. to date and mm-hmm. how do you cope with those changes i mean to say as you mentioned earlier of this podcast that there be lots of coins that coming mm. every seconds and lots of a project and all mm. of these things and all of this like it feels like as you mentioned the space mm. i like it when you just use that terminology <laughs> space the space. space is keep on changing so mm-hmm. how do you cope with that change and how you can make sure that the information you said is correct again because you had mm-hmm. a corporate social responsibility to the people that some people just like me as mm-hmm. a user or mm-hmm. as a listener, I'd like to get, you know, I will follow you in order to get information mm-hmm. or get valid data. Mm-hmm. Um, that That's a simple process. Um, the way, the way, the way I function around that is, is extremely simple. Mm-hmm. And um, it can be summarized to one thing. It's that I limit uh, the, the information that I, I post and talk about um, to strictly lucrative things. So what I think is lucrative, and I say this shamelessly on my channel, is, is that if I don't think something is lucrative, I will just not talk about it. I will not talk about it. Uh, at the end of the day, I'm not someone who's going to tell you, no, I have a passion for cryptocurrency and coding and fintech and the future of finance and all of that. I don't come from that background. Mm-hmm. I'm here for the money. I'm here as a trader and I'm here to make money and I'm here to trade for the money. So if something to me doesn't make sense, why would I pay attention to something that is, you know, making people lose their minds for a 1%, 2% move? Mm-hmm. You know, when you can talk about something that is potentially a lot bigger than that mm-hmm. or a method, for example, not just an, an asset, just a method that's a lot more profitable for you as an investor or trader. Uh, so in that sense, I just... Uh, post information and sources that are uh, relevant to that equation. Mm. Um, that being said, I don't mind or care about being the person to deliver the news to you, the first person to say something. 
يو نو وات اي مين ايفرون واز رننج ليفت يعني فرونت رايت اند سنتر ان او تشاينا باند مايننج everyone was running absolutely running sprinting to deliver that piece of information they wanted a legitimate source uh, a url uh, link to the website to the article to someone who officially said it from official so everyone's trying to, to to find these super hype current events to report on and i i i would just skip forward from that to okay well what does that mean for my investments hmm. you know what i mean So you would come to my page on the day, for example, that that China banned Bitcoin. Um, you would come to my page and you'd find a story saying that um, instead of it saying, oh, China has banned Bitcoin for the 10th time this minute, uh, which is a joke, by the way. <laughs> so they've uh, banned it for the 10th time this year. For example, instead of finding a post that looks like that, the post would say, so China banned Bit- Bitcoin again. Here's what I'm doing. Alternative. Exactly. Here's what nice. I'm doing. Here, here are the positions I'm going to be taking. Here's the potential opportunities I'm going to be looking at. So I skip over that stuff. I mean, if if you're involved in the space, chances are you have a base level of knowledge about what's going on. Right. You don't need me to be telling you the same thing five other people are telling you. Right. You know exactly. But not everyone is going to come up and tell you um, about what they're doing with their money or how you should be thinking about. moving your money around true and, and and this is something i pride myself upon mm. because i think um because here's the thing when 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 you're you're a trader and you talk about trading this is something only trading influencers or or page content creators know this mm. when you're a trader and a content creator simultaneously obviously your your trades are your content true which is something you as a content creator realize you are judged by your content primarily True. So if my content is meant, let's let's emphasize and put two big red circles on that <laughs> meant word. If my my content is meant to make you profitable or help you make money, and you do not make money or lose money, worse, then then you have a relative criteria to judge me. Right. You can say, oh, this guy gave me bad advice or bad financial advice or. you know pushed me into doing the the wrong thing or wrong decision uh so to me to me i post my decisions and i put these things because i am 100% convicted with those things mm. if i tell someone on my story or i tell someone personally no مثلا i'm i'm buying this asset today now at this price tomorrow in a week when this happens i'm doing this i stick to that 100% and i am putting my money where my mouth is mm. so People come up and tell me, for example, oh, your trade was wrong, you know, or, or uh, we took your signal and we lost money. Um, I will say I, I, I proudly announce and proclaim that none of the trades I have shared or, or uh, trade ideas or investment ideas that I've shared have been um, losing. Mm. And I have a specific account which I keep track of and live stream. uh day trades from which proves it and i have never lost a trade on that account uh oh sorry so you basically go on live while you're doing that these trades so sometimes yeah oh yeah, yeah so you, you you don't only influence people or uh, update people and mm. keep updating no, 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 them no, no, and other no, no. you're on, also on, doing it in front of them like yes hey guys yeah let's on, do on, that on multiple occasions i've done that uh-huh. uh when i find that i have the time and uh mental capacity to be day trading mm. 
uh, I will host a, a one hour, two hour live while I'm day trading and you can see me put in my orders and take my profits and do all of those nice things. And that is that something to drain your energy, I guess? It's extremely stressful because not not presenting it to the people because presenting it to the people is is relatively yani, comforting, let's say. So I'm not going to say it's easy. It's comforting when you're doing something and you know you have people who got your back because I know my followers got my back. Nice. You know, even if I lose a trade, which hasn't happened yet, alhamdulillah, <laughs> um, my followers are going to be like, hey, you know, go get them next time. Or, it's fine. These things happen. So, you know, it's, it's nice when you have that kind of community behind you. But at the same time, don't make that mistake. Mm. <laughs> Just don't make that mistake. The stress of making that mistake is, is what drains your energy the most. Mm. You know? Uh, which is why, Annie, again, back to the point, and I only share ideas that I am 100% absolutely sure of to the point where I put my money on my decisions and opinions that I'm broadcasting. Based on that information mm. that you... I do make other trades and other decisions where I don't share, mm. and I only refuse to share them because I'm not 100% sure of them. Right, right, right. You know, and that's a lot more problematic because even when I put out trades that were 100% sure, people still lost money right. <laughs> somehow, mismanaging or whatever. Yeah, whatever can happen. So, yeah. Right. Mm. It's actually, I, I can't really think of, but there's really great question in my mind right mm. now. Did you get a negative impact when you created Crypto Majlis? So is there someone where they're just like, you know, you're a piece of a crab. Uh, we'll, how Absolutely. can we trust you? Oh, my God. Yes, how how could we do Like, <laughs> <laughs> If you could share with us, it, it would be funny. Like, <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you, you know this as a content creator. Who are you to, to, to tell us what to do? Or who do you think absolutely, you are absolutely. to come up here? And, and this, is, this, is, this is funny because my usual response to this kind of comment is, I, I tell you to follow me, man. <laughs> you know, I, no one told you to come and follow me. Tara. Uh, you can be an open-minded person and look for someone who could potentially benefit you in a way. Mm. Or you could be a skeptic about anything and everything and live a miserable life. You know what I mean? So this is my response to anyone who came up to me and, and you know, attacked me in that way is that, Kefik, you know, Kefik, uh, my, you trading does not pour money or take money out of my account. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So I could care less what you think of me um, because I know my content is good. I know I'm talking about the things that matter and I know I've attracted the, the, the correct audience for my channel. So in my opinion, these people don't matter. The, the, the stories I've gotten were from people. Here's the funny thing. The most hate I've gotten, the absolute most hate I have gotten for my page was me commenting or refusing to comment, more like refusing to comment on a specific project, which I have made, uh, let's say, negative comment about mm -hmm. Zane previously and got a lot of backlash for. And I just had to come to, to a point to where I realized there's a difference between someone who disagrees but wants to listen versus someone who disagrees but doesn't want to listen. Right. So the backlash was real about that. The backlash mm. was was telling me that I am someone who is a hater publicly, that someone who is um, 
primarily my mode of operation on CryptoMedges was to destroy and denounce and, uh, you know, like defame projects. <laughs> you know, according to, I've been called someone who, yani, weird enough, I've never advertised for any project token currency or what have you. Uh, but so I've been accused of, of doing that. And I was like, well, where's your proof? Have you ever seen any kind of well, you got my advertisement. Like I'll, I'll, I don't know, yeah. You get you get accused of weird things, and and it's doesn't bother me. And honestly, I I don't pay it any attention because I mean it's it's my page, and I I don't even honestly speaking, I don't even take my page that seriously. <laughs> like I I come up on this platform and I voice my opinions in a serious manner, obviously, but I'm not someone who's gonna walk around wearing a badge saying, oh, this is. Crypto Majlis, boy, let's go. Majlis, you know, <laughs> I don't care about that. I don't care. I don't care if my page goes to zero tomorrow. I couldn't care less. I mean, I've done what I can and I've shared my my high, my my experience and knowledge. You know, life life takes its course at the end of the day. Interesting. And, um, you know, as long as I'm, it's my hobby and I'm doing it, I'm still trading. My, my page disappears. I'm still trading. Mm. Uh, I'm not going to lose that. So, right. you know, it's it's not a big deal. It is for some people, actually. And I understand that. But don't you think that those negative or haters, sometimes it drain your motivation or drain your... Like, like for example, if I, would, if I would be you, if I would keep myself into your shoes mm. and I've been accused really not on the things I'm doing and instead of something I have not done even. Mm, mm. Now, how would I positioning myself to my real followers? Maybe mm. my real followers uh, saw that hate and I was like, whoa, mm. these guys are, you know, are, you know, striking you. Mm. But are we really confident enough that Ahmed is the right guy to say the right thing? Don't you think that those mm. negativity can destroy or can change the outlook of the people or what mm. the people think of you? Mm. Well, here's the thing. Um, I, I noticed in your library you have a very interesting book, mm. Zain, and that's the 48 laws, law, 48 laws of Power. Oh, yes, of hey. course. Shout out yeah. to Robert Green, hey, by Robert the way. Green. Hey. <laughs> Power that's, is that's just it. there, by the way. I'm, hey. I didn't finish it yet, so... It's like, yeah, so ah, first I start with power. Okay. And then, uh, of course, uh, I mean, uh, sorry, not power. Power is here. I hey. mean, the mystery. I never spoke okay. about these topics before, but now okay. I'm reading Mystery of Robert Greene, which is wow, really dangerous book. It hasn't This is even be... more dangerous. This book yes. is way more dangerous, my man. <laughs> yes. Way more dangerous. It's true. And, true. and uh, just taking taking my example, Zain, so... so um, this this book essentially, if you don't know what this book is, this book teaches you all about the 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 nasty tricks and and things you can do to manipulate people and get them I to do what you want. Actually, honestly, mm. I'm really really sorry. Yeah. I never done that. All my guests, mm. imagine, you know what? Mm. This is the first time one of my guests actually have a deep block into my books. I thought no. nobody cares <laughs> about them. Like, why you put all these books there? And you know, it's the first mm. time. And mm. believe it or so, not, yeah. mm. this is the book. Mm. And thanks to shout out to Maytham, of course, he was the one who advised me to mm. uh, to read it. Mm. And imagine, I I still remember that the first day I open it, 
the first five, six pages I read of mastery, I was mm. like, I have to go to buy the power. That is the next yes, one. You exactly. Have to, you absolutely have to. My yeah, man. man. Like my man. This is this is this is gold. This is gold <laughs> right here. This is people don't understand. Yeah. So yeah, this this book teaches you a lot about people, right? Uh, specifically, and um, going back to the topic, yeah, it's, uh, speaking about people defaming you or, or uh, ruining right. your your image for your followers. Um, there's a certain importance and and unimportance that you should be placing on on people who are, let's not say negative people or or haters or whatever. Let, mm. Let's say people who oppose you. Right. There's a certain level of importance and unimportance to bestow upon each respective uh, category. Mm. And uh, sometimes, this is how I like to think about it, sometimes there's a good mental balance to maintain between a public spanking and execution versus a complete disregard and ignoring mm. of someone. So I have had some incidents where someone came up to me and, and was talking a lot of... Um, you know, negativity and, and hatred and, and stuff like that in the comments or, or not comments, the, the DMs, messages. Mm. And uh, I made it a mission upon myself to, you know, fully as uh, to the best of my ability, just have a sensible, logical discussion with this person and then post the results on my story afterwards. Oh. That's interesting. So even when I'm accused of something or when I'm being um, slandered for whatever, people can, can yeah, without leaving anything up to their imagination and, oh, what would Ahmed say in this situation? What would Ahmed reply or say to this? So no, I, I wouldn't leave that to their ima imagination. I just put my conversation, whatever happened between me and that guy, post the whole thing. Nice. Post the whole thing. So you know exactly how I would respond nice. to, to such a situation. And I, I have to say, this has, yeah, this this situation has has happened quite a few times. Absolutely, it it has happened quite a few times, and this is the best way I know how to deal with it. True. So yeah, I just publicize the the occurrence itself, and then publicize your response or your reaction to that event specifically. Mm. And uh, I mean, that's one aspect of it, and the other aspect is to. Uh, I mean to quote Robert Greene out of his book specifically saying, uh, only the jester can tell the truth in the court of the king. Right. Zain. Uh, which, yeah, I need to, to some degree is why I keep a sarcastic, cynical persona on mm. my account. Uh, it's because yeah, I, I want to have the freedom. I want to have the freedom mm. to say whatever I want and to express whatever views and opinions I have. At the end of the day, yani. I'm not an organization, I'm not a company. I have no obligation to be, um, let's say, sugarcoating anything or playing along with anyone. Mm. And I will forever refuse to be that person. If, yeah. if you know me on any kind of level, you know that's the kind of person I am. So yeah, I just keep this clear distinction in mind. Whenever things like this come up, I have to keep this in mind. I have to operate mm. on these very primitive, clear rules. Mm. Interesting, mm. very interesting. Now we covered lots about trading, and we, mm. um, you know, for the benefit of the guests, of course, mm. shout out to Ahmed, of course, again and again, and do follow him, and do, of course, if you want to know more about trading and to mm. get started, 
the best guy I would recommend for you to follow and to get the best out of him. And of course, he's giving the best out of it. But now I had a question. Mm -hmm. We spoke about the space. Mm -hmm. We have not touched about mining. Mm -hmm. Mine. That's interesting thing. I would love to hear from you as an expert in this field. Mm. And what do you think of mining? Because you know, the only thing, honestly, and I'll be, I'll say this in public. The only thing which I was thinking to had such topics is that there was an infusion mm. with with the people. Mm. Like for example, now I would love to to go trading or. Um, you know, I would go for uh, mining crypto. Mm. Now, if I go to these influencers, it is very hard to find the right person to take advice of or to, mm. to listen to. Mm. And especially if you open YouTube, you're gonna be more miserable. You need somebody, you know, from your from your town, somebody mm. who understands these Absolutely. trends. Mm. And at the same time, I had this chance. I had spoke with uh, many, many friends, and guess what? Some of them they said boring people will mine, mm -hmm. and some people would say no. The people who love to lose their money and live in a circle of ups and downs will go for trade. The real people are is actually we, the trader. I mean, the mining. The miners, and yeah. to some extent, I did not think of that, and I was like. Let me really dig. And you know, when I realized that and I started really questioning some people, I realized that the mining is not an easy thing and it requires mm -hmm. lots of equipment and Absolutely. lots of uh, validation. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, like AC, special ACs mm -hmm. and validation oh, machine. Humi humidity control. Humidity control. dust and, control. All of that. All and of that. that is really expensive. It's not mm -hmm. cheap as well. So, Absolutely. what's yeah. your thoughts as? an expert in this field? Mm, well, well, to begin with, I wouldn't say I'm an expert on mining by any means. Mm. Um, but being in the space itself, uh, I did have a lot of exposure to mining and, and miners and mining companies and, and the likes. So let me just start by saying this. If, if, and, and this is something, yeah, and people should, should pay close attention to this. Right. If, if me, when I started out investing and, and doing my work with crypto, had I had the capital, okay, to afford a proper, lucrative, usable, you know, like like uh, proper rig, mining device, mining machine, mining setup, mm. I would have definitely, absolutely, 100% gone for mining. Absolutely. Mm. And not just because it's easy or because, because mining is a long-term plan. And this is ultimately what I'm trying to build. However, it's it's your capital, your starting point makes all the difference when it comes to mining, mm. because you're gonna you're gonna spend a lot and you're gonna spend a lot of time uh, waiting for you to break even and all of those things. At the end of the day, you're gonna make money. You're gonna make money the easy, hassle-free way, no headaches, no analysis, no charts. You don't even need to know what Bitcoin is doing mm. at any point in time. Just mine and wait. So. That comes to yeah. That that's about why I I'm not mining or I, I I just I'm just someone who. Well, well, to to put things very honestly, I'm I'm not a, a patient person specifically, mm -hmm. so I'm not gonna buy a mining device at the top, wait to break even, and then look to my profits. Um, I mean that's one thing, and then there's the other thing that, 
um you can have you can have whatever you can have whatever opinion outlook you want about the space itself it all comes down to again the thing i said in the beginning is is what kind of person are you and what kind of risk tolerance do you have some people can afford to blow 10,000 20,000 bd into a mining setup or a mining exactly. farm all at once some people can't afford even the most basic mining device right so the line of the the line in the sand or, or the glass ceiling that people are, are trying to to impose on this whole topic is that this is better than that look this in in your case was better for you uh. that's that's how i see it in your case this is better for you and and for many people this is how it is i know people who simultaneously mine and trade some people who have massive massive setups for mining and they take their daily returns and trade it straight to the market oh. and that to them that is their optimal most best strategy to be doing or following um there's no singular best option for anyone you know mm. but there is a, a base level of convenience and uh feasibility mm. you know for you as a person to be attempting this this venture or now am i going to start mining investing trading what am i going to do with my money mm. and this to me is is again i i tell everyone this all the time and even the people who who come on my discord and telegram and tell me no oh, i have this amount of money should i be trading or doing what i sometimes do advise people to be mining mm. instead of trading uh, when i see that someone for example is not um is not as interested or or uh, capable of of navigating a financial market specifically mm. that's that's not someone you want to be telling to 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 actively involve right into a trading experience mm mm-hmm. You could tell someone who's, uh, yeah, for example, someone who's who's at the age of of my my aunts or or uncles or parents even. Um, these these guys at that age will not sit down and learn what technical or fundamental analysis is unless mm-hmm. it was part of their job. Mm-hmm. You know, so go to them. You know, in, in most cases they have some money tied up and they can afford to to start something with it. Just tell them, hey, you can do mining. Hassle-free, set it up, makes you money. خلاص. Mm. Everything's going for you. And the case that you're you're talking to a student, you know, tight budget, big mind, big appetite for knowledge, uh, big appetite for new skills. Sure. You know, and you can easily guide someone like that into trading. Mm. That's with a limited capital. What's he going to buy as a mining device? Nothing. Exactly. It's, mm. it's really great for you to say that mm. because as you mentioned, with limited I like mm-hmm. when I specifically say yeah, you, you have to you have yes. to account for all your resources, like your mean, mental resource, your your money exactly, resource. Account exactly. for everything and then position yourself in a way that is best for you. And that's all mm. it is. Interesting. Mm. Now, if we would wrap up mm. the whole thing about you and your uh, inshallah rocking uh instagram page yeah. which i really hope and by the way you said something in the beginning when you were talking about that i had not touched upon which was that when you mentioned about the numbers followers which mm-hmm. i disagree with you to be honest i have to stop you here mm-hmm. because numbers are not meant anything absolutely you can jump you know there's lots absolutely. of people absolutely. got fame just and go their videos go viral for mm-hmm. doing nothing mm-hmm. you have many many uh, cases mm-hmm. around the globe i wouldn't say mm-hmm. bahrain around the globe 
just for a specific or some silly thing, they would mm. be really, really famous. So mm. having that numbers is something you should really proud of, by the way, because you, for you, it's a specific niche. Mm -hmm. Yes, It is something mm. that not all people are interested of, especially mm. crypto. And when I say crypto, as I said, of course, haters will come. Just mm. anyone who disagree with you, yeah. will consider you as an enemy. Mm. You know, I really find that because it feels like, you know, in Bahrain, and the reason why I brought you here, honestly, is that mm. it feels like it is very draining to find the suitable uh, influencers to give mm. the correct information, mm -hmm. which I have to dig and find some such caliber like you in order to give more of understanding. So mm -hmm. to give this to the people back, mm -hmm. What piece of advice you would give for amateur or beginner into this mm -hmm. field? Like, for example, imagine now I have a hustle free. I don't know nothing mm -hmm. about you. So what's the first thing I would do? Crypto.Majlis, follow, <laughs> and then? <laughs> well, first of all, follow Crypto.Majlis, and then come on my Telegram, come to my Discord, talk to me. Uh, we can uh, figure out something that's suitable for you. Um, Otherwise, it's exactly as I've been saying this entire podcast. Um, it's all about, uh, you know, accounting for your resources, understanding what things you're good at, what things you're not so good at, mm. and getting yourself into a position where you can benefit financially. I mean, mm -hmm. it's as simple as that. And, you know, in, in, in many cases for a, a lot of people, this may not be trading mm -hmm. altogether or exactly. may not be crypto even. Uh, you could be someone who is uh, badass at at uh, running shops or, or you know finding fashion or, or what have you, whatever it is. So it's it's. I mean, that's the single best advice I can tell you. Crypto is, is amazing, and you can make a lot of money, and you can make all this and that. And mm. some guy put a thousand dollars, and now it's a million. Uh, you'll hear a lot about this, but there's an equally devastating side to crypto as there is in the glorifying side of, of success stories and, and flukes. Um, people just don't talk about it because it's not something that anyone wants to hear. And no, someone lost money. What, what do I care? It's not amazing. It's not entertaining. Unless right. you hear about someone who went from 100 to zero, then you would read wow. it you know, for the laughs and oh, what's happened oh. to this guy? I have to know. Uh, so yeah, find, your, find out what your strengths are. Find out what you're extremely resilient at. Um, and just work on that. Yani if you're a very hard-headed and and like uh, work to the bone type of person, maybe you're a good scalper, mm. and maybe that's gonna be like the the money-making machine for you on the day. Mm. Um, so yeah, just just find your your points of strengths, work on them, feed into them. Don't waste your time on weaknesses. Um, just focus on whatever you're good at, and you'll you'll find a way. You'll you'll get there. Interesting. Mm. Now, um, there was something I wanted to ask you actually. Mm. And where do you see yourself in, mm. let's say in five years time from now? What do you want to accomplish? Mm -hmm. If I would say to you, I will show you this exact podcast after five years, no matter you win or lose, mm -hmm. what do you want to accomplish as a person? What's mm. really, uh, what do you want to reach as a full potential within this time? Well, speaking in terms of crypto magilis itself, mm -hmm. um, 
I, I would just like to be so at a point where I'm some kind of reference, mm-hmm. you know, for, for information, for what have you. Uh, that being said, I'm not looking to, to become any kind of educational platform or, or uh, academy or, or anything of the sort. It's uh, just about um, just a place you come to when you when you just want to make money. You want to make money, you come here. You want to monetize yourself and monetize your time, you're going to come to me. Mm-hmm. You're going to come to Crypto Majors. You're going to see other people doing the stuff that you want to be doing and and find a community where everyone is is just um swimming <laughs> nice. where everyone is swimming forward and is that in bahrain let me ask you this question now is that in bahrain now is it the hub of col- of uh, collaborators of crypto crypto majlis or do you have uh, groups other groups like for example um Now, speaking of this, I was, mm-hmm. for example, now a member of Toastmasters, right? Mm-hmm. So in, during mm-hmm. the Toastmasters, there would be, for example, annual event so. where all these people will come to same place where mm-hmm. we talk, where there is example, annual, annual context, mm-hmm. you know, these kind of things. And just to understand what kind of crypto community mm-hmm. you and because you, you mentioned the beginning of the podcast with um, Mr. Muhammad, you mm-hmm. said shout out to Muhammad and you mm-hmm. say his name, crypto, crypto. That's what I heard. Like, <laughs> crypto GCC, man. Ah, crypto GCC, you, you know, it's so because you are used hey. to it, by the way. Mm. When you say crypto GCC, man, crypto GCC. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah, know crypto yeah. GCC. Absolutely, like, absolutely. you know what yeah. I mean? Crypto GCC, so, yeah. so what kind of uh, collaboration mm. or what kind of community mm. are you and your peers in the same field are doing for the people or gathering or what sort mm. of well uh, i mean as I, as i said before um the name majlis was chosen for the reason of collaboration and you know inviting that's you yeah having the doors open for anyone and everyone but um and in, in the recent months i have met most of the um, crypto influencers mm. uh, here in bahrain uh, we all share the same um uh, let's say vision Mm. community wise because interesting uh, we realize and recognize that people are a little bit lost kind of don't know what they're doing mm. uh, just following the most popular piece of advice floating mm-hmm. um so we're we're just trying to be a community where where i mean we share what what kind of things benefit us what kind of things benefit others mm-hmm. so i would love for there to be any kind of collaboration that's cross borders you know international um but yani we're still sorting out things on the island in bahrain first to begin with so that we can we can have a you know strong following to bring along with us on the journey when we start to collaborate and, and uh, move international means um but yeah we're, we're definitely trying to build into that we want to build into a, an international community uh, a kind of uh, a voice for the crypto investors crypto traders in bahrain mm. um i mean it's 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 not just uh, uh it's not just something you do for money at the end of the day it's it's of course I respect, it's about the community i respect that mm. i respect that that you always giving to think of what can i give to the people mm. what can i give more to them maybe this piece of advice that they're literally in need for mm. maybe to to solve their life issues to mm. you know do some not specifically trading but mm. yes into the sense of helping others i really don't 
to uh, such and, and I don't think lots of collaborators or creators are focusing on that much mm -hmm. honestly like mm -hmm. in my opinion is they just use their fame into what they want to do uh, last yeah. example which I was really really proud of and I felt it that hold on one second mm. where's the other influencers mm. at that specific point and of course mm. here in Bahrain we know that who I'm talking about. Of course, I'm meaning to say about another guy, of course, you know him. But, and outside, uh, if you heard of the story of, uh, there was one YouTuber, he's called Abu Falla or something like that. Mm. And um, that genius really changed my perspective that where are the influencers who should have the power of their followers? Why don't mm. they? You know, of course, everybody has his own reasons. He may be like a personal persona that mm. he does not want to show these things. But again, the sense of helping, I feel like those days are very rare to see. Mm -hmm. You don't find that people want to give more to the community. Mm. And it is for me, I feel that it is limited to the people who does not have much of influence. Mm. Once the people got reach to the influence level that they can really influence people, you might see them hinder from doing such thing. I don't know mm. if you agree with me or not, but that's what I, uh, I feel. No, I do. I do. I agree on that. But I feel like um, that's something that comes in in time with with desensitizing yourself because you're you're so exposed to the community that when you when you when you set out to to, to provide community beneficial content. Mm -hmm. You start out of a place where you're thinking, in uh, I should be helping people, and I should be, you know, providing this this kind of service to people, um, you know, no matter the means. But then, the thing that desensitizes you towards that is is the amount of negativity and and um, just negative response in general. I, I don't mean negative as in like someone just talking mad things in my DMs or whatever. That's um, even unresponsiveness or or lack of engagement right is a negative in right, my opinion yeah, absolutely yeah you know what i mean mm -hmm. so so the, the negativity sometimes overwhelms mm. people because I, I i can tell you the story for example when i first started sure. crypto Majlis, i had this uh giveaway mm. and i gave away three things then i gave away a hundred dollars of xrp and i gave away a mining device then mm. so even in, in, in the, I'll, I'll be honest, I mean, you do those things for, for followers, you know, because it was one of those things where it's like, oh, comment, share Marv, you know? Right, share like this, follow and yeah. mention your like friend. Like this post, mention your friends, this and that, you enter the raffle. Right. You know, it was, it was in, in, in hopes of gaining more. Followers. Uh, yeah, followers and, and engagements. Mm. So the followers and engagements I got out of that was, you know, ironically, angled in the same way because the people who came to me were like, okay, well, yani, how is this page going to make me money? And I was like, wait, until you came here on the premise that this page is going to make you money and you're wrong. Mm. You know, like you're wrong on, on a fundamental <laughs> level, you're wrong. I'm not going to make you money. You're going to make you money. Right. You know, so I'm just going to help you. I'm going to provide you with some tools. Right. I'm going to be you know, kind of like guiding you along the way. Do they expect that you will give money for them? So what's your, they, they what's what you will do? They, they, they do because there, there's a lot of examples of people really? who are, yeah, absolutely. Whoa. So they because, will come and approach you just like, okay, how can I make money? Yes, absolutely. Because here's the thing in trading, in trading world and, and content creation, 
you can either be someone who reports on news mm-hmm. or you can be someone who tells people what to do and i can be someone for example who broadcasts to to my telegram or discord group and now مثلاً, for example buy bitcoin now mm-hmm. and a couple of hours later a couple of days later or sell it now mm-hmm. you know and and that's me effectively making you money right. without you do, doing any work <clears throat> and these people exist with paid channels and unpaid channels even they do that mm-hmm. So their first impression was that I'm going to be one of those guys. I'm going to be sharing all of my trades with you and telling you what's going on, what when to sell and when to buy. Mm. And I do do that sometimes. That's people refuse to understand and this is not my only mode of operation. Mm. And people still refuse to understand that I'm someone who is, um, let's say, painfully patient. Mm. Very, very patient at times. So... Yeah, and if I have if I if I have no time on my hands, then I have no choice but to be patient. True. True. And then if I have all the time on my hands, then I have to be impatient because I'm running out of time. True. You know, so that's why I behave differently in those two sets of of situations. Mm. But that being said, uh, I will do whatever I consider to be a point of strength for me. If I'm feeling impatient, you know, I'm gonna be. Trading, day trading. If I'm mm. feeling patient, I'm going to be investing mm. for the long term. Uh, people don't accept that I switch between this and that. They don't accept it because they want something. Okay, I buy it today, tomorrow I sell it, got money. And I'm like, well, okay, sometimes I'm going to tell you how to do that. Sometimes I might tell you, no, I have a trade for you guys today. Mm. Take this trade, sell it after an hour, you've made money. Mm. I'm going to do that sometimes. Other times I'm going to tell you, oh, you should be buying into this right now mm. you know and and that doesn't sit well with people because they just come and expect you to be like oh buy this sell it خلاص, made money <laughs> some people don't accept it um <laughs> to me it doesn't matter because i'm sticking to my principle which is doing what i know and and sticking to my strengths mm. so i mean you could take the easy path you could take the hard path the easy path is not without Downfalls, yani if, if you're obligated to, to uh, keep publishing trade ideas and, and trade opportunities, then statistically speaking, at least you're, you're more likely to get one wrong. Mm. And getting a trade wrong as an influencer is, you do not want to be in that position because right. no one will ever forget. No, oh, do you remember two uh, hundred years no, ago? Your, you your, advised us to buy whole, that, and we lost. Your whole reputa- reputation becomes built <laughs> on that one failed trade Holy instead shit. of all the successful ones. They're gonna right. be like, "Oh, this guy is a bad trader." Remember that one time he cost me more, you know. And and I'm telling you, yeah. And even when I put out trades that were hundred percent on point, people still lost money mm. because they don't know how to manage risk. They don't know how to. For example, I, I'll tell people, "Oh, you can." This is not something you would understand, but some viewers might. Um, I tell people, no, you can go maximum leverage times five, and mm. they'll go and put times 20, and that would, yeah, and it doesn't leave room for your trade to breathe in a right. way, and then it gets, it gets liquidated with the market. Mm. So a lot of people lose money that way, just mismanaging their trades or um, <clears throat> incorrectly. Due to low awareness. Wait. I'm just saying, no, Ahmed is 100% right all of the time. So I can put maximum risk on this one trade. Then they lose. Mm. You know what I mean? But these things happen. Of course, of course. Mm. 
Any last word would you like to say to our audience there? Uh, well, I would like to <coughs> thank Master Mo, the master <laughs> podcasts for, for having us here. Um, this has been a wonderful, great talk. I, I love having insightful, deep, meaningful conversations about the space in general, um, about moving <laughs> and, and staying moving and, and keeping on your feet. Uh, so thank you a lot for having me. And uh, definitely look forward to what you have in store uh, coming up for the channel. Even Absolutely, man. For Absolutely. us as collaborations. Absolutely, mm -hmm. man. Of course, and he's my guy. I will drop his information down below in the comment. Make sure mm -hmm. you follow him if you know more and want to dig more about trading. Mm -hmm. I believe he is your guy. And thank you, Ahmed, again for uh, accepting my invitation. Of course. It's been really pleasure to have you in my podcast. And mm -hmm. stay tuned. We're going to have more episodes coming along the way. Ahmed, Absolutely. I wish you all the best. Thank you. I Thank wish you. you and your team the best of luck and Thank keep you. sharing this positivity and keep sharing your knowledge and keep sharing yourself and keep believing in yourself. No as as long as we have people like you and followers <laughs> who are good to us. No worries, man. Inshallah. Take care and see you soon. Bye-bye.